Welcome to Insignium Bits, conversations about breakthrough, innovation, and transformation. Hello, and welcome to Insignium Bits, a thought leadership podcast on everything you need to know about breakthrough, innovation, and transformation. Today, we're going to take a deeper dive into breakthrough. Very pleasure to be with you and everybody who's listening to uh, Bits. Nathan, at Insignium, we've talked about breakthrough for over 35 years. Can you give a bit more insight into what breakthrough is and why it is one of the business imperatives that executives find so elusive? Well, Barry, breakthrough is a commitment to making something happen that's outside the realm of predictability, outside of what anybody would bet on, but at the same time is wanted and needed for a strategic imperative to gain competitive advantage in the marketplace, to take advantage of an opportunity uh, that uh, management has recognized. uh, And what it has to do with is the company committing the resources of the company to extraordinary action to produce an extraordinary result. So breakthrough is really outside of the normal everyday way of doing things inside of a company, what we would call business as usual. So you could think of a breakthrough as a breakout, breakout from business as usual, uh, or to use a technical term, it's breaking out of the drift of the organization. Excellent. Thanks, Nathan. I would just like to ask a question off of what you said, uh, which is there's a lot of companies that are doing quite well. There's a lot of companies that are doing very well in some circumstances, and they're doing very well in their business as usual. So why would breakthrough be so important to those type of companies also? Oh, well, this is really a good question, Barry. In any large organization, business as usual and the drift, and as you say, especially an organization that's doing quite well, business as usual and the drift have a really important function, and that is to maintain the predictability of the success of the organization. However, marketplaces change. Competition changes, technology changes, things Mm -hmm. that were impossible 10 years ago now are possible today. You know, when I was a boy, I was a high jumper, Barry. And uh, the way I went over the bar was I threw my right leg over the bar and my left leg and my body followed. Um, Around the same time, there was a guy up at the University of Oregon uh, studying physics who also was a high jumper. And uh, his name was Dick Fosbury. And Dick Fosbury, as as anybody who follows track and field knows, invented the Fosbury flop based on physics, a better way to go over the bar. However, when I was a high jumper, we jumped into sawdust. And if you did the Fosbury flop into sawdust, you'd probably hurt your back. You might even break your back. About the same time, DuPont invented closed cell phone. And closed cell phone made the Fosbury flop not only not dangerous, but made it uh, uh, safe to do. So, again, I'm just going to say what may have been impossible 10 years ago because of changing conditions is now possible today. If we're stuck in our old way of thinking, we're going to lose that success that's been driving the organization, that's been making the organization successful. So, uh, you know, Andy Grove talked about industrial paranoia uh, and uh, Satchel Paige talked about don't look back because the devil may be gaining on you. And I think any good executive has to be thinking 
yes, we're being successful, but how do we assure the success in the future? And we think that breakthrough is one of the answers to that question. Very good. And, and then about innovation and its role in all of this, what does innovation mean to you as a catalyst for breakthrough? Yeah, that's very good. Well, obviously, breakthrough by definition is an innovation. It's either going to be an innovation in how you go about something or it's going to be an innovation in the end result. Uh, what we're particularly proud of at Insignium is we took, as you talked about right at the beginning, that, that 35 years of actually creating a methodology with an underlying technology for causing breakthroughs, not just having breakthroughs happen, but causing breakthroughs. And we've married that out of our research and development in the past 12 to 15 years with innovation to produce what we call breakthrough innovation. So if you if you think of Horizon One is where you innovate a product to get adjacency Coke to Cherry Coke, let's say, Horizon 2, where you extend from core products, uh, Coca-Cola going into the water business or Coca-Cola going into the uh, orange juice business by acquiring Tropicana, those, that's Horizon 1, Horizon 2. Horizon 3 is innovation that creates new income streams for an organization. And Horizon 4 is what allows for changes in the game, game-changing kind of innovation. And when you marry breakthrough and innovation, that gives you direct access to Horizon 3, Horizon 4 uh, innovation. Okay, so it's fair to say then that breakthrough and innovation really are tied at the hip. I would say so. Excellent. Well, we're approaching the last few weeks of 2021 and we can finally start to see a path towards a post-pandemic era. Can you explain the need for why breakthrough is more relevant than ever currently? Well, all you have to look at is what's ending the uh, pandemic to see why breakthrough is more relevant than ever. Uh, Project Lightspeed um, and the pharmaceutical companies brought vaccines to market faster than certainly any time in my lifetime. Uh, and uh, have effectively, as you said, put us on the path to ending the pandemic. Regeneron bringing new modalities, Moderna bringing new modalities. Um, th- th- you know, this this is an era of breakthrough. And I again, I think if you're an executive in a high performing company, you got to be thinking. It's just possible that my competition is working on breakthroughs, so I need to be doing the same thing. The other thing, Barry, is you know a breakthrough project isn't a guarantee that you're going to have a breakthrough. It's a commitment to, to a breakthrough, but it's not a guarantee. So having a portfolio of breakthrough projects um, is a great pathway to assure competitive advantage in the future. Great. Well, I've got one more question on breakthrough. For CEOs out there in the marketplace, what are some of the factors that they need to consider if they're going to be a truly breakthrough organization? Yeah. You know, in some companies, risk management has become risk avoidance. And a breakthrough project, a commitment to a breakthrough is actually taking on risk. It's manageable risk. Uh, Again, with a portfolio, uh, it's manageable risk. Uh, But as a leader, while everybody else is looking to get off the hook, so to speak, a leader puts him or herself on the hook. That is to say, a leader literally takes a stand for 
risky outcomes, knowing that those outcomes will provide competitive advantage for the future. And so I think that's really the message to executives is how do you raise your organization's appetite for risk and therefore for no predictable failure from time to time, while at the same time managing the risk so that you don't bet the farm and lose the company going after a pipe dream. So it takes courage then. Takes courage. Great point. Great. Thank you for your insights, Nathan. And thank you to everyone listening for joining us today to discuss Breakthrough's role in organizations. Over 30 years ago, Insignium pioneered the field of organizational transformation. Please continue to our library in the episodes page of your podcast tool of choice.